This podcast is sponsored by the Palo Alto Brewing Company. Since 2009, Palo Alto Brewing Company has offered a wide variety of brews for beer lovers all over the Bay Area, ranging from the classic hoppy ending pale ale to a limited release bourbon barrel barley wine named Honest Gallus. Other favorites include Atlas, a West Coast style double IPA, the Hostage Rye IPA, and their barley legal coconut porter. Look for all these beers and more at your local liquor and grocery store around the Bay Area. The Palo Alto Brewing Company's tap room is located at 233 University Avenue in downtown Palo Alto, California. Open seven days a week. So stop in for lunch or dinner and try some delicious food and tasty beers. Also, the new Sebastian Weisenbach is available. A collaboration between the Palo Alto Brewing Company and the Santa Clara Valley Brewing Company. You can get that at the Rosen Crown and at the the Palo Alto's Tap Room. And look for the Baltic Porter, which is going to be a collaboration with uh, the Alpha Acid Brewing Company in Belmont. So come on down and check out that and have some beers. All right, let's get back to the show. Welcome to A Few Deep. Hangout podcast where a guest and I drink multiple styles of beer and talk about this, that, and the other thing. I'm your host, Joe Varga. So come on, let's get a drink. Happy Saturday, everybody. It's three days till Christmas. Now time to get your shopping in. I know I did my. I still got. I still got fucking shopping to do. I got a lot of shit to do. I got to make some. Make some food. Get some shopping. Bottle some beer. In three days, basically. It's a lot. Of, it's a lot of tedious work. Ugh, doing some random shit for the holidays. You know. I feel like it's like. You know. Everything comes down to crunch time. You're like, okay, now I gotta do all this shit. Maybe for like you know. I like. You know, yesterday, the day before, besides work, I'm like, I'm not gonna do anything. It's like, oh, I got time. I got time. Now I have no time so i hope you guys all got your shopping done and you're not procrastinating like me uh it didn't really feel like the holiday season this year i felt like the year just fucking flew by you know it went really fast and the holiday didn't even dawn on me that it's like christmas it didn't feel like it i watched a couple christmas movies but none like i did like the last couple years where i like try to wrap myself in the holiday spirit but this year just didn't seem to happen kind of had like a a dull, dull, unspiritual event. But still, nonetheless, it's fucking Christmas. It's going to come anyway, whether you like it or not. Um, so this is the last podcast of the year. Um, this week and next week uh, will be part of the same. But um, I don't want to say not this podcast exactly, but round two. This is uh, my last guest of the year, I should say. Coming to coming in for a close, um, for a few deep this holiday season. Uh, so I've been doing this for two years now. This podcast, which doesn't seem like two years, but uh, it's fucking two years, and I believe it's like now on my. This is like a sixty-fifth or some shit like that. I think this is the yeah, yeah. This will be sixty-six. This this episode will be the sixty-sixth episode. So I've only done 67 episodes in two years, so that's kind of not that much. But at the same time, 
you know, uh, I gotta, I don't want to release so much content. I try to do at least once a week, you know, if I can now, uh, I think before when I started getting into it, I just like released like shit, like right off the bat and I kept it really long and then I chose the wrong format, but I don't know. It's getting better in my mind anyway. Um, so yeah, so my guest today in this episode is my friend Heather Harding. Uh, she has an interesting story uh, about growing up in her childhood. And uh, she was a part of it, or was sent, and had to be a part of this cult school program called SEDU, uh, located in San Bernardino Hills. And uh, yeah, they had to do like a lot of labor work camp, and they were treated like shit. Basically, they were like prisoners and not allowed to see their families and whatnot. And, you know, I know everybody can take away and say, you know, like that, that, you know, if they were in this situation, that they would have did something different or blah, blah, blah. You know, everybody has their own opinion of shoulda, coulda, woulda, if I was there. And, uh, you know, who knows, who knows what you would have done if you were there, you know. Uh, anyway, I thought it was a fascinating story. And uh, I want to thank Heather for coming in and telling it. Um, so she, she, Gets through not the whole story, I think, throughout the whole podcast, even for around next week's round. Um, there's so much more to it, and I'll give you guys some information later to check out. And we also give more information on the show, uh, so you can go check it out too. But uh, there's so much more into this program, and um, you got to watch for these new ones um, that are popping up in pretty much like small cults and they're, you know, they're, uh, they're trying to push their philosophies on life and whatnot and, and in a wrong way too. So, um, all right. So yeah, so here's the, the conversation between uh, me and Heather. What's happening, people? Welcome to the podcast. That's yeah, my ten-minute attempt at this holiday spice <laughs> of music. It kind of gives it this weird vibe. I don't know. My guest today is Heather Harding. Hey. What's happening? It's festive. It is festive. <laughs> kind of festive. It has like I tried to do this like choir thing. I could if I would have spent like maybe I don't know. <laughs> like at least a half hour on it <laughs> i could have made it a little bit better but uh no i decided to to just do something really fast and whatever it gave me a deja vu so all right well that's cool <laughs> very nice um so yeah so uh heather is a patron <clears throat> a friend that i see around a lot so and she has always lots of important fun facts of life and good things to talk about so I figured you'd be perfect for the podcast. It just Yay. took a long time. It did. Um, but first things first, we'll start with some beer. We'll crack. Yeah. Um, this one. Out of the beer fridge. All right. Just that. And this is, uh, this is a lager. And this is a six-point brewery. And this 
called? Fucking call it up here. Um, Alpenflow. Alpenflow is the name of this beer. 4.9 lager. And where the fuck is this? Oh, I'm going to get drunk. <laughs> I'm kidding. Nah, this one's. Oh, this one's from. Uh, wait, what the fuck? Oh, they got. They must have two locations. They got Brooklyn and uh, Memphis, Tennessee. So it's in Brooklyn, New York, and Memphis, Tennessee. Weird. All right. Do we crack it at the same time? Yeah, that does that would be. Same time. Do whatever. <laughs> now it's just the thing. So, interesting thing about, you know, everybody else probably in the world, most people grow up in a normal setting, normal situation yeah. of life. You know, you go to school, parents do this and that, blah, blah, blah. Heather has an interesting way of how she grew up, which is what I thought was fascinating. I didn't know that for a really long time uh-huh. through this program. Then you kind of started talking about it here and there. And that's what I was like, wow, this is this is really uh, some actually big, big thing that was like done to kids or people. Like, still is. And it still is. Mm-hmm. Um, so you want to mention what the, the program is that uh, – what, or what it is and what the name of it is? Yeah, so it um, it was called SIDU, and it actually stemmed... We didn't know all this when we went there. This is all post-research. All right, so first, let me see. How did you get involved, or what did you do <laughs> to be put into this situation? Now, this is like a camp. So SIDU and spelled C? C-E-D-U. C-E-D-U. This is sort of like a camp... Um, it's a troubled teen behavioral modification program. Okay. Now, what did you do to <laughs> to, to get, basically get jailed and your parents to throw you into this fucking nonsense Well, in the first place? The most interesting thing is most of us did nothing. Okay. So you guys, it was just a... We were for a rebellious teenagers, most of us. Regular. Were normal. Drinking beer. Drinking beer, smoking pot. Mm-hmm. Um, we had probably dysfunctional families and there's this trifecta where the school, the bounty hunter and escort service, and then the top of the pyramid is the educational consultants. And then the eighties, it was really, really popular for these educational consultants to work with like psychologists that, you know, I was in therapy because of our family problems which were totally normal i no, think like normal problems yeah but you had but this was before you even went to that yeah so you so the they, psychologist was the whole family there or just you uh, sometimes it was family therapy sometimes it was just me okay but the therapist sent my parents to the educational consultants which then sold the program then they paid for my bounty hunter. I have a bounty hunter. His name is Mike. I don't think he's alive anymore, though. <laughs> oh. So, so he was just like, wherever you are, I'll find you yeah, and if, pick you up. Yeah. That's it. And take you to where you need to go. Yeah. And if you run away from the program, which a lot of kids did. We'll, we'll kill you. They, they track you down. That's the guy that <laughs> yeah. will come and find you. Yeah, yeah. And bring you back. Yeah. And was he, was that also considered a truan, truance officer, sort of? Or is that... Private company, bounty okay, so, hunter. So truance officers like basically just work for the school, and the like like one of those guys will come pick you up or find you at your house or track you down to. It's kind of the similar thing, but I don't know if it's um, uh, if it's a different. Uh, well, because this is a for profit private industry. Yeah. The school actually created the company that 
the bounty hunters now, worked which, for. Now, which school is this? The, a normal? Sinu. Okay, so they've created this guy. Yeah. So he was at, okay. So the school, like, look at, think of a triangle. Yeah. The school and the bounty hunters are on the bottom. That's, like, basically one company. Okay. And then the educational consultants get paid out every time that they send a kid there that, to get those two services. <laughs> Got you. So they make money on all that. Yeah. It's kind of like they got to sell the program to the parents, and the parents are like, well, that sounds good. Let's do that. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. that's what all the parents think throughout the program, because we're forced to lie to them. The school lies to them. We're not allowed to like share anything that we're actually going through while we're in the program. So like yeah, so you're in the program and you're not even allowed to like talk about it of why you're there. It's like Fight Club, pretty much, you know. <laughs> yeah, interesting. So all they see is that like we're behaving better, we're getting along with them better, mm. we're admitting fault for X, Y, and Z. Blah blah blah. They're not actually seeing that they're abusing and coercing us into this behavior. Right. So okay. So you first go there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. My well. Bad. So your your parents already get this pamphlet. They're like, you're going here, and you're like, God damn it. So did you actually go to regular high school at one point, or no? No, I got sent there eight days after I graduated eighth grade. So you didn't even get to step foot in what a high school would be or what looks I've like. I've never been to high school. <laughs> which is fucking crazy i know right but like i said like very different growing up of not normal people but this so so basically this camp program was your high school basically okay so what'd you say a couple months after like the summer after eighth grade or eight days eight days i remember this very clearly so you didn't even get to have the summer no <laughs> and where this camp was in Southern California? Uh-huh, in the mountains, San Bernardino Mountains. Okay. It was the main campus. They opened a lot of campuses all over the country, and some, there was one in Italy for a while. Oh, wow. Like, as the like company made money, they're like, right. they're oh, like, we're expanding. This is awesome. We take, like, broken families and... And break them more. <laughs> break the kids to like behave well and extort the parents for a crap load of money. <laughs> right. Okay, so you're eight sent there eight days. Would you get a, a special bus? No. June 26, 1989. I will always remember that day. Um, my dad told me the week before that I was going to go tour a boarding school. And I was like, oh, that's cool. You know, mm -hmm. I'd be happy to like step out of the family unit for a while. And I was like, can I have a scooter? <laughs> <laughs> no. You know what a 14 year old is thinking right, about. Right. <laughs> I, I mean, I would be thinking about the same thing. Like, oh, can I have a bike? What was it? What we get? Skateboards? Right. Cool. I used to scoot yeah, yeah. around Southern California. Yeah. Awesome. He said, yeah. No. So that morning, uh, my bounty hunter Mike entered into my bedroom pretty much like a kidnapping it felt like a kidnapping like i was in bed at your parents house at my parents house he shows up and he's like get up and i'm like what the hell so i locked myself in my bathroom <laughs> well, yeah fuck that noise <laughs> i was like this is not good this is not a boarding school i don't know what they're doing to me yeah uh they finally got me out of the bathroom and um next thing i know i was on a plane so they got you to the airport you're like yeah, you he, he sat right next to me the whole time my dad went to go get a rental car. He's sitting next to me waiting for that to show up. Now, this is the freaky part, because I didn't know my dad had packed suitcases for me. So you didn't even pack your own clothes. No, I thought I was just going for a day trip right, to right. tour. 
Fucking hell. So I did the tour of the campus, and this is very, very common um, for someone that's moving in yeah. to get there. Quote, unquote, moving into yeah. this fucking... Yeah, I did quotes. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, for them to get the tour and the upper school student that's touring them to be like, and this is where you're going to sleep. And we're like, no, I'm not staying. And they just give this nod like, oh, I was there too. <laughs> yeah. So did your, so did on the plane, does your dad come with you? Yeah, my okay. dad. So your dad and the bounty hunter. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you got those two, they're on the plane. Then you get off the plane. They take you to well, the school or the main. picks up the luggage. So the bounty hunter takes me away. Oh. We go sit like. Like so, it's just you and the arrivals on a bench waiting right. for my dad. <laughs> right, that's odd. Right, <laughs> some stranger, the bounty hunter. You're like, what the fuck? It was so weird, and but I figured out why because after that tour, when I'm in the administration building uh-huh. and they want me to sign some paperwork, yeah, I'm 14. I don't think anything I signed was legal. First off, right? Right, I don't think you're allowed to. Or right, yeah, you're not allowed to sign for yourself. But as we're walking up, I see my dad at the rental car pulling a suitcase out of the trunk. And I'm like, oh, no. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was a punk rocker. Mm. I went punk rock on his ass. I would have. Yeah. I fucking would have right then and there. I would have burned that suitcase right in front of him. Maybe I had the lighter fluid. Yeah. All that shit on there. You fucking make me do some stupid shit. I'm starting a band. Oh, my God. It was so intense. It was so intense. They cut my hair off. So... Like, 10 minutes later, my hair's cut off. This is, like, full metal jacket style. Did, like, did, did they didn't shave your head, right? No, no. They, I had dye. You're not allowed to have anything that's quote-unquote imagey. So, like... <laughs> so, so, so they cut all the dye out of your hair, so your hair looks like shit. Yeah, it was, like... Chopped. Right above my ear. What? I looked like a dude. What? <laughs> Why would they do that? Just to get the... And I had earrings... Like they made you take all your earrings all out. All my earrings out, and then I was dressed in these like clothes. I don't even know the brand, but it's like super generic, like like Kmart, like khakis or but eighty style, eighty yeah, style, yeah, like, absolutely, just the worst. <laughs> was it? Did everybody dress like that? Like it was a uniform almost? Uh, it wasn't really a uniform. The only rule was that I'm going to say only rule, and then I'm going to list off like fourteen hundred. Yeah, yeah this, this, yeah, <laughs> no black. You had to wear, there were so many weird rules. Um, you had to wear a belt if it had belt loops. During the winter, we always had to wear nylons if we wore a dress. And it goes on and on. I can't, tuck, your shirt had to be tucked in when you were in the main house. No tank yeah. tops. Like, it just goes on and on The list and on. goes on and on, yeah. So, to abide by those <clears throat> rules, we all basically looked the same. And most of our parents shopped at the same, like, places because of it. Right. You're like, this is the, the main location where we all have to buy our fucking clothes. This is the pickup, <laughs> whatever. Sizes, right. you know, this th- and that. I think they had a catalog or something. That makes but- more sense. <clears throat> to have like an actual catalog. Like, this is what we're offering as a pamphlet you flip through. Check sure. this out. What do you think? And like they pick it out. Oh, she would look nice in that. Like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> yeah, I was like, none of this is my stuff. What's going on? Yeah. So, all right. So then... So you get all the clothes. Do they? Do they like? Are you? Do they? Sh- is it one of those things? Do they? Do they cut your hair right away? Were you shown a room? Did you get the bunk with somebody? Did you get your own room? Was it like a? There were dormitories with like depending on which one you were in, four to five girls per room. 
like bed per room. So you had bunk beds and whatnot of some sort? Not bunk. I think the boys had bunk beds. We didn't. You just had like beds spread out? Just little beds with the drawers underneath. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because we didn't have a lot of space. Well, yeah, you didn't get a sp- yeah, you didn't get space. Because I was gonna say the rooms can't be that big either if you get in a. Well, one was like a converted barn. Oh. It had three dorms, like three dorm rooms on the bottom, and then two on the top. So there were like four in the front room. Yeah. Five in the middle, four in the back, and then I don't remember how many on top. But so that's a lot of girls in that just one building. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> that's a that's a barn burner, right? Yeah. There. Yeah. <laughs> That's a. It's called Higden. For anybody who went to Sidu, I'm talking about Higden. <laughs> Higden. 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 Um, so okay, so you got the the dorm rooms. Same for the guys too. They got their own dorm room situation, yeah. like different side of campus, right next door, or. Uh, it was a short walk towards the edge of campus. Okay, so but you guys now. We were never allowed. Over in that area. So like I, I don't so you guys couldn't merge. You never merged together. No, that was a, that was the no no. No. So the three main rules of Sidu: no sex, no drugs, and no violence. Remember, I say three main rules, but they have yeah. Like there's a these kind little of... other rules. <laughs> like really branches. Like yeah, it's like a tree. You know, it just keeps you know adding on leaves of like oh here's like another thousand rules on this other rule. Right. Right. Like can we just sit here? <laughs> so like it's really funny. The first day you get there, they tell you those three main rules. And I remember being in the house after dinner and some guy was like, so what music do you like? We're not allowed to talk about music. This is a rule I didn't know. Like they're called pop-offs. You're not allowed to talk about music. So who said that to you? A counselor or an older figure? Like one of my good friends to this day was like, what? What music do you listen to? And I was like, oh, punk rock and the Grateful Dead. He's like, you're not allowed to say that. You need to go cop out. It's like he wanted to get me. (laughs) Yeah. I was like, what? I'm like, you fucker. <laughs> so I had to go to a faculty member and be like, um, I just did this thing called popping off. I have no idea what's going on. And then they make you learn the hard way. Yeah, like the rules. They're like, oh, well, let me show you what popping off is yeah. or, or what you've done. Yeah, now you're in trouble. Now you're in trouble. You didn't even like, know it was a rule, but now you're in trouble. Yeah, you're in trouble that you didn't know it was a rule. So we're going to like, yeah, everything is learned the hard way of life. So It is so weird. It's not weird. It's it is weird, not to begin with, but it's very fucking uh, mind fuck. Yeah, I, I I very I went through a very small, nowhere near what you're what you're. But I went to a new school in seventh grade, and uh, I didn't know anybody. I didn't know what was going on, and it and every and the teacher was like, "Oh, everybody, get your reading books and turn to page fucking thirty. Mm-hmm. We're we're starting to read." And I don't do anything because I'm new. It was my first day. And I'm just sitting there. And they're all like, and the teacher just like comes up and starts berating me in front of everybody. Like, where's your book? I'm like, what do you mean where's my book? It's oh my, my first God. fucking day. Like, what book? Right. Like, give no me, one a, gave book. me a book. Nobody gave me a book. Nobody told me where the books were. I don't know what fuck, but what the fuck we're reading. Like, whatever. And she like made this whole like berating of like, well, you're in trouble because now you didn't do this and do that. And I'm like, same kind of situation. How did that impact your adulthood life? I wanted to burn her fucking body. (laughs) I wanted to stuff her, you know, it angered. Like, I hated that teacher. A lot of people did, but, like, she was, like, the, like, the wicked witch where, like, nobody, like, like, you couldn't say boo. And her fucking, 
her her classroom always smelled like fucking macaroni and shit. It was just fucking. <laughs> it was fucking gross. Yeah, I, I like macaroni. Yeah, I do too. <laughs> but it was just like this shitty microwavable macaroni kind of thing, and oh. it's always like and like she like had a part time job at the Gap, and she thought she was all hot shit, and I was like the fucking Gap, dude. I was like, shut the fuck up. Was she like sixteen? No, she was like had to be in her 50s and at she that thought time. working at the gap 40. was cool well because she was a teacher and she was a part-time gap and you know at, back in the 90s in the early early 90s that was like a kind of a high-end store right like you know i couldn't afford to shop at the gap because it was like fucking 50 pants you know right i'm buying you know 10 pants somewhere or yeah. giving a hand-me-down pair of shit but but yeah so anyway I went to. I I, exp- I feel what you're feeling on that point. If you're getting in trouble for something that you had no control over and you didn't know, even know was a thing. Yeah. Which and, is yeah. And even if you, so I had a kind of unique experience in that within the first day, I realized that I can make this really hard, or I could. It's gonna be hard, but I can make it a lot easier on myself if I just follow the rules. Right. So I was like, "You're like, I'm just gonna do it straight up. Follow the rules, and I still got in trouble. I I once got even after I learned all the rules, and I was about to graduate. I got in trouble for not getting in trouble enough. <laughs> like, I would have burned the whole they punished me place down, and they gave me a pretty harsh punishment. Um, they gave me a table. I don't know if you know what that means, but no. Well." You want me to let's let's dial it back before okay. we get to the table because I feel like that's like maybe some more highlight like this maybe too extreme okay <laughs> not ex- not too extreme but yeah for the story you know all oh, right we're not there yet I don't yeah, even yeah. know what a table is yes um let's yeah so let's um so what kind so you're there you know you're you're trying to be straight not trying to get in trouble and how many years are you actually there so you can two and a half two and a half years okay. thirty months. Okay. Nonstop. So yeah, so you don't get a break. You right? don't come home for holidays. You don't come home for anything. Okay. A lot of people had parents that died. They didn't get to go to their funerals. I've been like, no, that's not allowed. Big events happened that people were not allowed to leave for. And so, what was I going to say? The, so the now. You get there, you're you're following the rules, you're in dorms, blah blah blah. Now, you're are you taking classes? Are they teachers that that you're you, you're getting, giving a schedule? Do you have a schedule at all that you follow? Or yeah, so um, for the first most of the program, yeah, I'm saying up until about a year before you graduate, maybe eight months, you have uh, God, what do they call them? Work crews. Every Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Yeah. On Monday, you have half-day work crews where you just work in the morning. And then you have wraps. So as you say work, though, what are you working? What's the work? For the first, like, three to six months, you chop wood and work on a farm. Like, you chop wood. I want I want to explain this to people. Yeah. Because most people yeah. don't know what a cross-cut saw and a sledge and wedge is. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You cut our rounds were ginormous, like five yeah. feet tall sometimes. Yeah, big, big fucking pieces of wood. We cut them with a a partner. With a partner with that old saw that you go Yeah, back and forth. Yeah. The lumberjack style back and yes. forth. Jesus. 
And then once we got the round cut, like, so that's from the tree. Yeah. Uh-huh. And then you get the round. And then you have to take a sledgehammer and a wedge yep. and start wedging them into usable firewood. Okay. So you did that. And this is a, this is like a curriculum. A cur- curriculum. I can say that. Curriculum. Yes, they don't have formal classes. Right, so you have no reading. No reading, no math. No math. I got math units. You got math units. For chopping wood. Like, I graduated with a high school diploma. They gave you a high school diploma because you, like, chopped numbers for wood of some sort of pie. Yeah. (laughs) Fractions. (laughs) There's four pieces in this pile. (laughs) Yeah, and we got, like, English credits for, like, floor time and smushing, which I'm sure we'll get to. Yeah, we'll get to that. Yeah. Um, so everything that they made us do, we got some sort of like marks or credits or towards like a re- towards what towards should have diploma. been a real education. Right. So when I went to college afterwards, I started college with an eighth grade education. Yeah. yeah that's a hard, yeah. hard, that's fucking a hard life right there. Yeah. Immediately they, yeah, that's, you can't just fucking go to college from eighth grade. I know. <laughs> fucking what really the fuck, hard. man. So okay, so you chopping wood, you get this, you get you get like points for that kind of work, and that's like a Monday, Monday, Wednesday, Friday kind of a thing. Or? That is every day of the week. So, oh, so you Tuesdays do that. and Thursdays, you do it all day, like so, a full time job. Really? So you just do nothing but chop wood. Chop wood. Um, well, you chop wood, you stack wood. Was there like a? And then you bring wood to the main house. Right. <laughs> there must have been a fucking shitload of wood. I'll tell you that. We had a shitload of wood. <laughs> Did you burn it at all? Or no? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We okay. had a huge fireplace in the main house. So. Yeah. So it just got tossed in there. Um, did you? So, did, was there? A, uh, did you have to wake up at a certain time? Was there like trumpets, like a military thing, <laughs> where like people come in and are like, "All right, it's time to get up, get up, get up." Um, Let's go now. I don't remember how we. I think we just used alarms, but yes, we had to be up because breakfast house around the pit is where everyone meets in the okay. main lodge. Yeah, every morning is right after breakfast. So I don't remember the times, but it probably was like 7 a.m. breakfast. You had to be at the house at 8 a.m. You have yeah. like this 15 to 30 minute like briefing of like, called House Around the Pit where right. the whole school is so there they, with yeah. the faculty. And they're like, this is what we're doing now today. Break. <laughs> break. Now get into your work. Yeah. So you come dressed appropriately. Like if you're working on the farm, you yeah. come in your farm clothes. If you're working um, in- chopping the wood... So you had farm, wood, kitchen, I'm guessing. No kitchens? Uh, kitchen was one, but not for like a part of the main curriculum. Okay. Um, so what we did, the first six months I chopped wood. The next six months I worked on the farm. I'm trying to remember. It's been a long time. No, no, it's okay. And then the next six months we worked on, um, we had like a ropes course. Okay. So we worked on like fixing it and building new like building new rope, climbing walls and stuff. So pretty military style of of courses like that. Like you're building the course to exercise over, yes. climb up the wall, jump yeah. over, that kind Which of shit. Which were most like trust and endurance like you can believe in yourself. <laughs> right, 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 right. That kind of bullshit. Um, they, they made us rock climb a lot and like if you were scared and halfway up the rock the faculty would start throwing rocks at you and calling you a pussy. It was pretty intense. <laughs> and did you have like a, a guy with a gun or no somebody like, or just somebody just watching over you the whole time, like sitting on a horse? 
<laughs> or no, just like whatever. No. Drinking beer. What was he doing? Like, was there somebody there overseeing everything that you did? Well, the faculty and the other students. So it was a real community of like, if you do something bad. Were you like, boss, he's not working. <laughs> I have to tell on you because if I don't and you get caught, I'm going to get in trouble too. So all of your friends were spying on you. Like everybody right, was right. watching. So this is so like, everyone's watching. So you. this is like a whole, yeah. Um, okay. Uh, so did, did anybody like rebel at some point of like not working and you like got in trouble? Like, did you have to be like, he's not working. And then this guy's like, you're fucking dick. Like, did you guys get in fights a lot? All the time. Yeah. And we took care of those in the, in the 15 d- hours of reps we had to attend every week. The reps? The reps. Oh, what's that? Um, so remember Monday. Right. Wednesday, Friday, we worked half day. Yeah. And then in the afternoon, you had these five-hour, like, therapy sessions called wraps, where you sit around in a circle. Mm-hmm. You have one faculty member that, um, I can't remember the word we used, but oversees the whole thing. Yeah, just an overseer. This is when you yell at everyone. You oh, have so to, this is, like, where you get your aggression out. You have to move across the room from them because you don't want to be too aggressive in their face. And then you scream at them. <laughs> But um, sometimes you weren't mad at everyone, and if you didn't say something, you would get yelled at for not saying something. So a lot of the things that we went over in the raps were, like, really stupid stuff. Mm-hmm. And then... But aggressive. But, uh, yeah, but very aggressive. aggressive. And The most terrifying... These were the most terrifying things in the world. And, yeah, and how are these... Like, I'm trying to, to, to picture myself... Like, did anybody, like, just try to escape and walk off the fucking farm? Be like, see ya, peace out, bitches. I'm not fucking here, dumbasses. So I have this conversation with a lot of people, Uh especially at our age, right? You're like, oh, what would I have done? Well, because, I mean, even at 14, like, I know what I was like at 14, and I probably would have done that shit, because I was punk rock as well, and you don't really respond to authority very well. Uh, I would have probably been arrested, shot, or whatever, but, like, you know, I obeyed the rules, but at the same time, like, I could kind of... You should be able to see what's going to be what, right? I just had this conversation last week. Yeah. With someone that was like, oh, no. And I'm like, right, right, right. no, they would have got, you would have, you would have been coerced into good behavior. Yeah. You actually would have just become part of. Part of the program. The program. Yeah. But like I said, did it was nonstop. You have to remember this is 24 absolutely. hours a day. All day. Everyone's watching you. I could pick my nose wrong and get in trouble for it. Yeah. And everyone's going to tell on me. So I'm like, it's a really high stress situation. It is. I'm trying to like, yeah, I'm like, I mean, now, obviously, as adults, we'd be like, no. Yeah. So this is what would happen if you did rebel. This is what I told my friend last week. And he's like, oh, yeah, I probably would have behaved. So the first they do, they go through these lists of punishments, right? Um, I don't know how much you want to get into all those, but they're really harsh punishments. Yeah, we can get into the punishments now. So Okay, okay so this is a rebellion punishment. Um, if you rebel. Which is different than a, I didn't really do anything wrong punishment. <laughs> right, so we got levels of, of punishments. So, all right, let's go through the punishment levels. All right, so I'll give examples. Yeah, yeah. I left <clears throat> my snow boots in the closet one winter night, came back the next day. Got in trouble for that. Were they not supposed to be in the closet? No, you're supposed to take them with you. But Where? It, uh, back to our dorm. Like my Sorrells, like it had snowed on my way down, but then it was nice to walk. Oh. I, I could walk without the Sorrells back to my dorm. Gotcha. So I forgot them. Like right, people right. did it all the time. Yeah. 
So at this point, I got dinner dishes for, I think, three nights. Okay, so you had to wash dishes for three nights. Yeah, but during the punishments, the important part is you can't smile, you can't laugh, you can only speak when spoken to, you can't be touched, and... It's kind of like you're a robot, a zombie. I would say a prisoner. You're a prisoner of something, yeah. You look per- down. Like, you just look down at the ground. You just look do down and do your shit. Um, so that's like the easiest punishment. Yeah. <laughs> well, I would say dishes. I'll do... Ther- doing dishes now is therapy. I just fucking wash dishes and toss it. I don't even need a smile on my face. Okay. Off. An added component to every single punishment is... You're doing dishes, and then you have an older student or a faculty member come up and yell at you while you're doing them, <laughs> asking you. They don't really yell at you. They ask you first. They're like, so what did you do to get here? Well, how do you feel about that? And if you don't give the right answers, then you can get yelled at, like, pretty abruptly. <laughs> yeah, I just, I'm trying to wrap my mind around, because, like I said, I don't do well when I get yelled at. Like, you... I I don't know. I might clothesline everybody. Well. And I don't know. I'm, like I said, I would probably... End up in a serious punishment phase, and I'd be worse. I might be some some other people that yeah, you know, I I could be in a, in a terrible a terrible situation. Well, I think if you were to rebel, you would have started with the dinner dishes. Absolutely, you would have gone to a table, which is where they make you sit at a table. Same rules apply. You can't laugh, smile, sing, talk unless you're spoken to. Show any emotion. You do writing assignments and work assignments, which is basically like you dig a ditch and then you fill it back in. Yeah. Uh, it's really weird stuff. Which is, yeah, just it's completely fucking crazy. It's crazy. It's crazy. Yeah. Okay, so the, so, so, so first example, level, so let's do the first level. Dinner dishes. Dinner dishes. Okay, if, so if they yell at you while you're doing dishes and you're just like, okay. Yeah, like my Sorrells. Like I left uh-huh. my Sorrells in the closet. How do you feel about that? I feel terrible about it. Okay, cool. I'm not yelled at. Whoa! <laughs> Done. I feel bad. I just got to work for the next two hours, you right. know, while everyone else is relaxing. You're right, like right. scrubbing pots and pans. Yeah. Okay. So that's first level. Uh-huh. And what's the second? Second level is work assignments. Let's go with I can hear you. Um, okay. So second level is work assignments where you, um, you do like... My example of this is my parents, I have two examples. My parents became really good friends with the parents of someone in my class, in my peer group. Okay. Thank you. We're moving on to second beers. Um, This one is, uh, I figured you might like this one. This is uh, an easy drinking beer as well. Um, Pardon the the interruption. Uh, this This is a chronic beer. Chronic. But... Not to be confused with like weed in the beer. Uh, by Pizza Port, and it's an amber ale. Amber ale, four point nine, brewed and canned by Pizza Port Brewing Company in Carlsbad, California. I told Joe when I day drink, I feel like I'm on acid. Thanks for the acid, man. You got it. <laughs> Here's those psychedelics you ordered. <laughs> oh my god, I'm so high right now. <laughs> so um, the second one is the I I think my. Like, my examples are the best way to get it, like, across. Absolutely. Like I said, the the, the first one, very mild. You left some snow boots somewhere, you got punished. Right. Not like, hey, next time pick up your snow boots, dude. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. I, did, it's like, I got dinner you're doing dishes hard for, time. like, three days. Like I said, this is very jail. This is jail military so far. Not one day. Three days. Like, right, right. It was yeah, you didn't, yeah, not one. Yeah. Um. So that was level one. Okay, so what was the second one? My parents got along with one of my peer group's. 
parents. And you get these visits, like your first off-campus visit, you've been there for like eight months or something. Yeah. And you, you're in the middle of nowhere, so there's this one little town, and that's where everyone goes. When you're on the visits, you're not allowed to talk to your peer group. Like, Can you talk to your parents? You can't. That's what it's for. Like, But is there somebody supervising you while you're talking to your parents? No, but our parents have a list of things that we're supposed to talk to them about, like everything we feel terrible about, including masturbating. <sighs> like, it's, you have to cop out to your parents on every... Every level of... Uh, disgrace that you have brought upon this world. Any shame that you feel at that age and being like... Remember, I'm 14 right, years right, old. That's what I'm saying. Because like, <laughs> I would feel... I'm like, fuck... Can't masturbate or anything, do yeah, any of that I stuff. I had to tell them I masturbated. Yeah, I'm like, this is. This, I feel like sexually assaulted by this. Yes. <laughs> then your parents were like, mm, Yeah, like, okay, why are you telling us this? Shouldn't be doing that. <laughs> I guess. I don't know. But did you, but you, but you tell your parents you're like, Hey, listen, this fucking place is crazy. No, you gotta get me out of here right now. Some people did, and they the were, parents would go to hung. school, and this is what the school would always say. They're being manipulative. They're lying. They're doing this because they just want to go home. Yeah, but did, here's the thing. They had a whole like. Here's the thing. Ha- okay, I'm gonna right off the bat. I know it's a very complicated subject to talk it is. about. I want to punch my mom in the face hard. Yeah. First of all, because she is not asking, "What are you reading? What's the math curriculum like?" What's the science like? What are you doing? Is this not like high school? How you get, you're chopping wood all day? Let me talk to this motherfucker. Science. Hey, you dickhead. Yeah. Why the fuck is anybody chopping wood all day? Where's the math? Where's the reading? Oh, this is a shitty program. We're out. Yeah. Peace. Yeah. Any other parent in the world would check in on that. Would stuff. check in on that stuff. In the 80s, I wonder where the parenting was. Well, I don't think it's about parenting. I think it's the school had them brainwashed. You can't brainwash me. You can't. Uh, okay, yeah. You can't. I'm telling- You're chopping wood. I'm- no, my kid can't chop wood. That might be for one, uh, an after-school special. <laughs> you got to wrap your mind around the I trifecta. Can. I that feel it. This, like, like, the parents felt desperate. Mm-hmm. They felt like they were having family issues that they could not solve, whatever they were. Me being a normal, rebellious kid was too much. I mean, there's a lot of other stuff I'm not talking about that happened in my family during for that sure, time. For sure, for sure, yeah. But um, I don't think my family would appreciate it. No, no, no. No, it's not. I'm just saying. But it was a comp- it's a complicated yeah, yeah. time in family history. And yeah. the educational consultants really breed this fear into the parents that like this is the right. You like how I use the triangle? Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah, like, I'm the, always talking. You got the to, triangle thing going on. Right um, sorry, I'm using my no, hands. No, you good. can't see them. Um that really breed the fear that this is the only way it's going. So they have the, like this blind faith and they really believe what these faculty members are telling them. Right. So they're, yeah. So, all right. So they're brainwashed. They're, they're soaking up the sun. They're believing every single thing that they're, you know, it's good for the kids. This is what's going to happen. You know, it's not like the, the regular real life. See all the, the people out there are crazy. You know, we're doing the right thing. That kind of shit. Yeah. I mean, it, basically it, it is based off of a cult. So it is right. a cult mentality. Exactly. Um, I still can't wrap my mind around the parents believing in it, but because they're adults, it's like, I'm an adult, you're an adult. If you told me something, I'd be like, no. They were desperate adults, we're not. though. But I understand. Like, I can, I can, I can see both sides to the situation. So I can, I can, I can 
This is yeah, this, this is, is a good. really good beer. Yeah, this is a good one. Uh, not too sweet or nothing too it's malty. Nicely it's nicely sweet. Yeah, it's like perfect, perfect yeah. pizza port, man. They're doing some yeah, good I'm stuff. like soak it in. <laughs> All right, so let's get back to the second punishment. Okay, let's go to levels. Um, and like I said, for any of your listeners, this is a very complicated subject. This is, and we'll get into a lot more and and it as it goes twists and ties itself into itself all the time yeah <laughs> there, there, like you said there's there's a, a branches that spawn off yeah. of like another thing of what happened so right okay so punishment levels washing dishes for three days for something stupid yeah next level of give another example of of what you would do that's worse than leaving your snow boots somewhere right so which which Actually, I didn't do anything wrong in, in these other two cases. Okay. But I'm going to give you two examples. All right. Um, so my parents liked other parents, and we were on an off-campus visit. They decided that we should all have dinner together. The parents did? Yes. Okay. So your parents got you in trouble. Yes. <laughs> this is... this is. I want to go to the school. We went, I'm signing up. <laughs> <laughs> we went back to campus, and it was the next wrap. Where, like, we were, like, you need to cop out. Cop out means, um, like, you need to tell on yourself for something shameful that you did, right? Okay. Like, I picked my nose. Right, right. You're like, I fingered my own ass yesterday. But it could be even something that, like, you didn't do. Like, I thought about Ah, fingering my ass. So you're already getting to the 1984 reference. Have you read that book? I haven't, but I know about it because I'm, like, old. But you should read it. It's good. (laughs) You would probably really relate to that. Um, so it's a thought process. So even if you thought it, it's yeah, bad. Yeah. So there's like these. You would love that fucking book. There's these. <laughs> you would probably hate it, but you love. Yeah. They call them contracts. You can have with another student. I want to get this right. So there's like a a outspoken contract, which means me and you decided we're gonna run away, and we talked about it and we planned it out. There's uh, okay. an. That's a spoken contract. Sorry. Right. right. An unspoken contract is, Joe, I was eating dinner with you the other day, and you, like, winked at me, and I was like, oh, yeah, it's on. And in my brain, I came up with the plan, and so did you. And even though we did not talk about it. (laughs) Telepathically, we were like, we're getting the fuck out of here, dude. We had an unspoken split contract. That's what they called it, a split contract. (laughs) All right. Um, And we would both be in a lot of trouble for that, even though we hadn't said anything to each other. Right. And so, and that so, you might have been flirting, you know, right, right. or yeah, or or that. <laughs> so, so you're so you have dinner with your parents, mm. and you had to tell on yourself in that the you ha- that you had dinner. We got what you call reamed a new asshole. <laughs> I know that. I know that term. <laughs> By all the other classmates that saw us eating together, and the faculty, and then we're finally like, yes, we ate dinner together. They put us on work assignments for I think it was five days. Okay. So work assignment is the next step where Oops. same rules, you can't talk, da 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 da. Yeah, yep. Um, but they make you do like something hard manual labor. Like we had to pick weeds, it wasn't that bad. Right, right. But most people have to dig ditches. Right. And, and fill it, them back in. And fill them back in. And the worst part is like you're digging this ditch for no reason. Mm-hmm. And a faculty member will come up and be like, see what you do to your life? You dig holes that you just fall into. You're always digging yourself into this ditch. Mm. Like they used it. So they used it like uh, a, a mental dig ditch to a physical dig ditch yeah. to see what it's like to dig yourself into a hole. Yeah, mind fuck. Uh huh. That's a big mind fuck. Remember yeah. this, and remember this is twenty four hours a day, seven days a week. Yes. And was there lights out 
time? Like, was mm-hmm. it like nine o'clock, ten? Yeah, whatever it was. Whatever it was. Okay. Uh, all right. So then level, what's level three oh, then? Oh, wait. But I want to tell my okay, other story. Okay, go ahead. So I got in trouble for doing something. I don't remember what. Mm-hmm. I had to draw a picture of my inner child and all of its favorite things. And then the second part of my punishment is I had to frame it. So on my next off-campus visit, they're like, hey, you need to get a frame. This is part of your punishment, but it can't be over $10 to frame. So right. yeah, okay. I went to like the Walgreens or something in town, and I'm like, okay, $10 frame, $10 frame. It was $9.99. <laughs> Tax. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Put you over. Yes. And I got in trouble. Um, <laughs> was it ten oh five? Yeah, it was like ten thirteen or, or something. 10, I think it was like ten thirteen. I think I remember that number specifically. Yeah, because I was like, "What?" Fuck this. And it really. was like a scandal. Like I came home and they're like, "We need to see the receipt. You need to go into the faculty's office." And all the faculty came and they're like, "This is bullshit, Heather. What the fuck were you thinking?" And I'm like, "There were no other frames. Like this is the only one that fit that piece of paper." Yeah. You're like what else am I supposed to do? I could build one. Measure out a frame. Yeah. It's <laughs> <laughs> not going to happen. I would probably get in trouble for that, too. Right, yeah. Built so, my own frame. You're creative. I remember off. holding that frame and being like, it's probably going to go over with tax, but if I don't come back with it, I'm probably going to be in more trouble, so I'm just going to bring it. Like, yeah. I I rolled the dice on, like, harshest punishment. Harsh, yeah, right. Um, that makes sense. Um, I had two. Are you ready? It snowed a lot up there, like, six feet. We had a horse arena. Okay. I had to shovel the entire horse arena when the snow was like two feet above my head. What? Do you know how big a horse arena is when it's full of six feet of snow? Uh, I know a, a, a driveway when it's fucking full of snow, but not above my head. Yeah, when but I got- I do know above my or above my waist almost to shovel three feet of snow. It's crazy, right? It's fucking ridiculous. So when I got this punishment, I was like, oh, cool. This is going to be an easy one. No. I got maybe like- Two feet in to the perimeter. Yeah. On like day four. And I was like, this is insane. <laughs> yeah. That is ridiculous. They realized how ridiculous it was too and let me stop at that point. <sighs> That's, you got lucky. But my punishment was to do the whole arena. Right, right. And all of our horses, by the way, had died. So, what? like, no one was going to ride a horse in this horse. It was so weird. And they fucking died. They let them just. That's how uncanny that they. Can't fucking even take care of their own horses. <laughs> well, we took care of them. That's a. Well, fun. I'm kidding. <laughs> well, yeah, you, you, yeah, I'll take care I of you. I need to cop out. I didn't take care of the horses well <laughs> enough, and they all died. <laughs> they all died. I didn't feed them. Yeah, I gave them uh, psychedelic carrots. They fucking. No, we took really good care of those farm animals because remember, we're down there five days a week. Right, right. I mean, you have to. <laughs> I bond with the animals more than we like. See. No. One cool thing I did is I used a. Uh, EMT piping and you you roll it. Uh, I forget what it's called, but I installed electricity in the barn. That was one oh okay. So you like you ran wires and everything too, or mm-hmm. oh I don't remember doing that. But I laid the pipe and I dug the hole for the pipe. So somebody else might have ran the wires. Then. Yeah, yeah, probably, probably. But I will tell through you through the pipe. Yeah. I just the piping, yeah, okay. dug the ditch for the pipe. Right, right. And I would sit there and pretend like I was an archaeologist. Like I went to my That's kind of fun. I went to my imaginary land. You have to. <laughs> you have to. There's no way you I would be I mean I was always an imaginary land in high school anyway, just <laughs> a regular land, you know. Uh but I, there would be my heaven of imaginary land. Yeah. I'd just be off <laughs> gone and be like, "Hey, I'd be like, 
What? I just got back from fucking Tijuana, man. You just fucked me up. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah. Interesting. So yeah. you so you dug you put so you put in the piping and then the Someone else finished it, yeah. Finished it all, whatever. Have you been back ever since in your adulthood? I went back like the year after I graduated. Uh but not no, I mean like years later, like later later. No. Is it still part i think the buildings are still there it was bought by a jewish um like summer camp after Mm. it closed down in 2005 because of abuse allegations right right and court stuff but uh you haven't been back and then reopened all over the united states under another name (laughs) which is what's that name uh, Monarch, which just got closed down. Okay. But th- it'll pop up again. So that literally so we just gotta happened look, this year. So we got to look out for those motherfuckers. Yeah, they pick names like Monarch. Like, it's a b- very beautiful name, right? Uh-huh. They pick names like Tran- Tranquility Summer House. Yeah. Anything that sounds... Like, uh, like I would like to be at that spa. Yeah, you don't want to go. No, you don't yeah. want to be there. Yeah. <laughs> Interesting. Okay. So a runoff sister school was called Tranquility Bay. Like, right. Yeah, and it was like the worst of the worst. So what is the... Okay, so we're on levels of punishment. What's the... I guess, what's the worst punishment that you could face? And I know something that you already had as a punishment, I believe. So, But you, I'll ask you later if that's what level you think that's at. But you could... If it's in this store, I won't even say it. Okay. Um, so there was the table is the next, but the table is just like a full time, so I'll just skip to the full time. Yeah, okay. A table is a shorter full time. A full time is the same. You sit at a table, you can't smile, spoke. All those rules still apply. You do mm-hmm. writing assignments when you're not doing work assignments. So table, work assignments, writing assignments, you What would you write? Uh usually it was like really terrible writing assignments like 45 things you hate about yourself. 25 things that you did to make your parents' life worse. <laughs> yeah, that's dumb. Really, really terrible, like self-deprecating. Yeah, not, not, nothing positive. Anything to just make yourself feel like shit. Right. Yeah. And only like older students and faculty could sit with you. And the main purpose of sitting you with you is to like yell at you. Yeah. So when like someone came to sat with you, you're like, oh, fuck. And remember, you can't laugh. Right, right. You can't do anything. You you can't laugh. You can't smile. You can't fucking do anything with your face. So a lot of times when people felt like laughing, because some of the shit was ludicrous, they would actually physically hold the corners of (laughs) their mouth down. That would make me laugh even more. I'd be like... I know, but you have to. I would be like... I'd elbow (laughs) this guy in the dick. I'd be like, dude, your nuts are going to fucking feel like shit right now. Right. Watch. Ba-bam. Smash. (laughs) I never did a full-time. Okay, so you never did a full-time. But I did a table. And I did a table for not getting in trouble enough. That's when you did the table. Right before I graduated. And what did you do to the table? You had to write or you had to... I didn't have to do work assignments because they knew I hadn't done anything. Right. To like... But I did have to do writing assignments. Okay. And only my peer group, because we were about to graduate, could sit down with me. Remember, only older students... Right, right, right. So it was my peer group. Yeah. And they would sit down and they'd be like, so Heather, what did you do to get on this table? And I would just hook... My fingers into the corners of my mouth and hold them down and be like, did you get in trouble enough? Because we'd all be laughing about yeah, this. Yeah. We were like on our way out. Right. And I'm like, oh my God, they just did this to, to be dicks. fucking be dicks. Yeah. Total fucking dicks. Thanks, Rudy Benz. He still works with children too. I don't mind throwing that name. <laughs> Good. Yeah. Um, is that a person you hate? Um, did you hear that? I did. It's a good sound. <laughs> 
Um, I don't hate him. I think he's a, a child abuser. Piece of shit. Should I go beat him up? Um, you'll probably get arrested. I don't for give it. a fuck. Yeah, don't do who cares? That. Well, who cares? But he still works with children in New Mexico, and uh, I fly down to New Mexico. Let's just say I keep my tabs on him to see what he's doing, and if I feel like I need you to warn him, people, I will. Yeah, send. Yeah, call out his name. Be like, yeah, yeah. What a piece of shit. So, like, was he like a big? He was the main man on campus. Ah, he, he was. He was the big dog, the big faculty. Oh, him and so his wife. We should all go down, pay him a visit. Yeah. You ever see? You ever I'm see? Like, <laughs> oh man, have you ever seen that movie Sleepers? I've no. Yes, I have. I don't remember everything. With though. Brad Pitt and the boys getting molested. No. Someone just told me about this. Dude, though, this that is I should amazing. Watch this. Okay, I'm gonna tell you what they did. Real quick. They killed him, right? Yeah, but awesome. Because this guy molested him. He's the big dog on campus. He's the big motherfucker. Made him suck his dick and shit and like all this other fucking crazy shit. Yeah. And these guys saw him at a bar one time having dinner by himself. Right, and they went, bah, bah, bah. And they're like, hmm, I guess you don't remember me, huh? It's been a long time. I grew up. You didn't, you didn't yeah. recognize my face. And then he's like, oh. He's like, what do you, what the fuck you guys want? He's like, what I've always wanted, to watch you die. And they just fucking shoot the shit out of him right there in the fucking restaurant. And then the whole movie plays out of them in court. Right. And weren't they like good kids before they entered this no, program and no, then became... They were bad kids, oh. sort of. They were just kids' kids. you Are know. Kids but they kids really bad, though? Well, these kids dropped the hot dog cart on somebody and killed them. Oh, that's pretty bad. They didn't do it on... They didn't want to do it. They just wanted a free hot dog. And they just wanted to watch the guy, like, struggle. So they held it on the stairs. And it died. And then they, like... But, oh. Like, you know, hoping the guy would grab it and he, he couldn't pull it up. But they, like, let it go too early and it went down the stairs and it, like, killed the lady. So it was, like, accidental. It was an accidental death water. that they killed. So they had to go to this, like, uh, uh, juvenile school where it was, like, a prison of same kind of thing. But, like, they were in there for a long time of, like, being, like, real jail. Where they're, like, lockdowns, child abuse, right. you know, that kind of thing fuck these kids in the ass and shit yeah it's a fucking yeah yeah crazy terrible movie but like it's a great movie of like yeah it'll, it'll take you there like yeah that's what i wanted to fuck push, fucking just same we can go down there and just kick this guy in the nuts like seven times you know each a lot of uh my <clears throat> old classmates are friends with him on facebook and i'm just like you're fucking how are they friends with these guys? Like, well, like some of so some of the faculty were okay. Like some of them helped protect us from the program because the program itself was a living like creature. I just can't see. Yeah, I can't see everybody being like, "This is fine." <laughs> like, the, we can't be doing this. Well, so yeah. here's the trick: every single faculty member had to go through the entire experience, just like the kids. So, so all they... the profits, like we haven't even touched the surface on the program, right? right? Like the brainwashing techniques of the profits and the workshops, like that whole aspect of it, uh, they had to go through too. Yeah. Not as a faculty. Well, they were as a faculty to help, uh, you know, the other faculties. Yeah. But it was more like they had to experience what we were experienced. So they got brainwashed just like us. Right, right. Yeah. Interesting. But some of them. That's some, some bizarre it's shit. It's so weird. Yeah. All right. Well, let's take a break. It's been like about an hour. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Already? See? Yeah, see? Told you. See, dude. That shit goes fast. Life. Um, we'll say if, before you guys get to round two, because this will be uh, posted uh, by week or every, like, the first round will be like, you know, this weekend, and then the next round will be the following weekend. Yeah. So it'll be a week apart. 
Um, but after people listen to this round, if they want to check out more information, just go to YouTube and type in CEDU, which is C-E-D-U, right? Yeah. And then they can learn. There, there's there's some videos of Heather and some other people talking about more information. So you can really get up to speed maybe before you come and check out round two. You'll know even more in-depth, yeah. interesting information you'll, about it. But You'll be able to put it together better. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, it'll, it might make, well, it'll all make sense, but like still, yeah. it, it'll, it'll give you a visual or, or in a, an up to speed kind of like, uh, you'll already kind of know what, what the other deals are. Yeah. But we'll talk about it. Yeah. If you add surviving Sidu to that search. Oh, surviving Sidu. Like, someone made like a playlist. Yeah. It's like 15 videos. Yeah. There's like 15 videos, like hour long, maybe mm-hmm. hour and a half long. It's almost like a, it's a, almost a, a documentary of this program and what they did because uh, i watched it when you once you told me i was like i gotta i'm gonna watch it <laughs> and it's kind of all fucked up I and mean, i checked it all out and it, it's, yeah it's a pretty weird program yeah. but yeah but all right we'll take a break and then uh we'll be back for round two all right so stay tuned all right that's it for this week's podcast tune in next week so you can hear the second round of heather's story um like i said there's so much in depth to this story that i don't all the information isn't even on this podcast. So for more information, if you want to check out a lot of the story, it's a small documentary of about 15 or so uh, episodes, which are like, you know, 10, 15 minutes long um, on YouTube. So go to YouTube, search CEDU, which is C-E-D-U, and you can you can check out all the information or check out also Surviving CEDU, um, which is a lot of the similar things and you can uh take whatever you want away from the documentary so um also so thanks to heather for coming and telling the story thank you to uh my sponsor the palo alto brewing company located at 233 university avenue in downtown palo alto also thanks to the rosen crown also located in downtown palo alto uh thank you to al arsenal in san carlos the jane's beer store in mountain view and the willow market in menlo park all great places to get great beer and maybe meet some cool motherfucker people. Um, so yeah, so that's it. Um, I'll talk to you guys next week. Uh, but so until then, have a Merry Christmas and uh, I'll see you before, I'll talk to you before the new year. So, but this will be the last uh, guest for the podcast. So, all right, take it easy. Late. Late.